Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Mm-hmm. What would your uh, DJ name be, Stuff? How about DJ Afternoon Bath? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where was that bath again? Was that in Winnipeg or Saskatoon? Regina. <laughs> oh, it was Regina. Yeah, it was after I slipped in the puke. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Hey, getting back to the dishwashing, so everyone's been washing their hands and using hand sanitizer. Everyone I know is complaining, saying like, oh, my hands are so dry. Oh, yeah. I've never I've never had dry hands. Mm-hmm. I used to be a dishwasher, and I also washed at a car wash. Am I, like, just wet? I guess you're kind of a wet guy. Mm-hmm. Remember two weeks ago, I was leaking from the armpits. I think I've got too much water inside me. Yeah, you're too moist. You need to you need to leak out. Mm-hmm. Well, what about the porn industry? I think they've got enough content. People don't need. I think they've got enough. Mm-hmm. Am I like just wet? Mm-hmm. I said, did you iron Dad's handkerchief? She said, of course I did. I would not. That was the easy part. Washing them was the hard part. Oh, uh, God. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's a new world. We don't know what's going on. We're doing this podcast from our homes. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast, brought to you by our friends at McDonald's. Dance. Dance. Hey, it's a quarantine podcast, number two. There it is, uh, and now you can see us. Or can you? Are we putting out the video? No, no, the video's not going to be on the pod. Oh. We're not going to see that at all? I <laughs> don't think so. I can take a picture now, but one of you is sideways, so. <laughs> oh, should I be the other way? No, I don't know. For me, Jay's coming up, like, the other way. Uh, Probably me. You guys are both coming up the same way. That's how... hilarious. This is podcasting right here. This is uh, beautiful yeah. stuff. How's everyone doing? Hey, can you believe we're still in March? It seems like I saw a tweet the other day from a friend that said uh, March 30 has uh, lasted for six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had sports. Like a, we had sports a few weeks ago. We had awards shows. We uh... you can't. Yeah, you can't even believe the stuff that was happening just. Weeks ago. I mean, it's incredible to think about it. You know, the three of us went to that Theo Bond show. Half that audience probably was full of coronavirus. <laughs> hey, so we were discussing this today via text. Did we discuss this the last podcast? Remember when I had the flu? Was that the corona? Yeah, so I wish we could put out the video because it would be great if we could cut to a shot of Dan's. So do you remember what? when that Instagram shot was, I'd love to be able to direct our listeners to the shot because it's very disturbing. And you sent that post on Instagram and you were very, very sick. And I never really up at the time, but what was weird was you had just been sick a few weeks previous to that. That's when you had taken your first sick days off. And then, no, 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 no. This was the first, this, this was the first sick days. The next one was the, uh, when I had the vertigo, that the vertigo was number two. Oh, okay. So the sickness that caused you that you took the picture of that was, but and that was a flu or was it, I thought that was like an old. Uh, not sure what it was. It was. Let's talk about symptoms. Let's get the symptoms. Okay, out. I had the ch- here's. Wait, what kind of testicle is this? I would have spread it everywhere because 
when I had that, I still went to our good friend DJ Ryan Shepard's show in Toronto. Went to dinner, went to a show, packed shoulder to shoulder with people, stayed at a hotel. I went to work Sunday night. And then finally... So you gave it to everybody on the crew. Yeah, but no one got sick, so I don't think it was corona, but it had all the symptoms, like the chills, the fever, the body aches. But that's what the fever symptoms are, or a flu you went to that Ryan Shepard show and a couple thousand people there, I imagine. You're grinding up against everybody, men, women. And oh, by golly, basically, geez. you infected hundreds of thousands of people because we understand how it works. You infect one, you infect 59,000 people. So you're basically patient zero. Yes, I know. And it's it was one of those places where you couldn't really move. And now I think back, I'm like, are we ever... When's the next time we're going to go to a concert or a club where you're packed shoulder to shoulder like that? But that too, Dan, I think, okay, tomorrow, Trudeau says. Nice editing stuff. Now, some people, whenever we edit our podcast, they think, wow, they must have said something pretty racy. Now, Jay's audio cut out. Okay, I have a theory. I think the room I was in might have been a World War II bunker. I think I need to move my location of my little mini studio down here. So now I'm, a, I'm among a lot of things. I don't know if you guys can see this. I'm among Barbie Dreamhouse, uh, the Paw Patrol My Size Tower, uh, the Jolly Jumper, uh, the Kitchen, the Wiggles Big Red Car. Basically, it's, uh, it's a person who doesn't want to have kids. This is their nightmare. Right here is what it is down here. Well, I know the exact room you're in, your audio room. And if you think about it, you're in an older home just like I am. And you, you've you got nothing but rock around you in there. But you've, you don't have the rock exposed, but that room is fortified. So if you do have like a tornado, that's the room you go to. Oh, yeah. This basement is where we will go when coronavirus gets, uh, well, everybody and everyone turns into zombies. I'm going to hide down here. And uh, no one will be able to find me. But yeah, going back to my uh, my question. Yeah, so if all of a sudden tomorrow they had a vaccine for, for the coronavirus and we were told, hey, guys, as far as we're concerned, you can go to that Ryan Shepard concert now. Are you going, <laughs> are you going to that concert? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if even Shep would go because yeah, well, when well, life does get... This? Put it this way, Tulsi, you love to stay in nice hotels. Like, I love nice hotels too, but I'm a little leery of staying in hotels now. Everyone's going to be leery about everything. So when it does get back to normal, it's not going to be back to normal. Like, buffets. Are buffets done? Are salad bars done? I sent that tweet the other night because I'm I'm like, you're not going to eat from a salad bar anymore. Yeah, you can't do that. I remember because you remember we were my wife and I my were supposed wife. to go to Palm Springs the night after Rudy Gobert tested positive. Yeah, you're going on your you're going on your annual buffet trip. That well, this is just it. That <laughs> Friday at my parents' uh, little country club in Palm Springs, it's past the night, and oh. uh, they get so excited to take us to pass the night, and they make pass in front of you, but they also have a long salad and pizza bar and my guess is that long salad and pizza bar is uh is going into the middle of the desert somewhere so what kind of things have you seen so i was at the grocery store today now someone greets so we don't have lineups because again i'm in the country so there's only a handful of people in the grocery store at all times but someone meets you at the door 
and they say, do you want me to spray down your cart or your basket? So is that going to be like the new norm? It's, it's, and you've got the, uh, the essentially the sneeze guards in front of all, all the, uh, the people working at the grocery stores. By the way, everyone that works at the grocery stores, you guys are awesome. Uh, you guys are yes. putting in long hours. So, uh, but is, so, and, and then, I'm, and then my brain keeps thinking, I'm like, but also the people that made the guards, uh, for in front of the, uh, the tellers and stuff, that company's making some money. So I'm, I'm like, where did this company come from and how did they produce all these so quick? But stop, let me ask, stop a question. Stop. Are you getting someone meeting you at the door and spraying down your cart? We're not getting that downtown. There's too many people lined up. We're not getting any of that. We are getting security guards and they're sort of keeping us moving in an orderly fashion, but nobody's, that sounds like country, sweet country treatment. <laughs> I, I actually got that when I went to Costco about two weeks ago already. Someone was wiping down the carts on the way in. Wow. But it was already after you got the cart, so I don't know how effective that is. Yeah, th there's people definitely, like, wiping the carts down, like, as they put them back where they're supposed to be. But I'm not getting someone, like, personally. No, no, this, this was on the way in. You were pushing your cart in, and a lady was wiping every single one of them, the handlebars. Wow, okay. I don't know where you guys are living, but it sounds luxurious. Count me in on that. And, I... and how about this? And how about the sticker company? We've now got like professional stickers saying like uh, customer one, customer two. You've got the, the lines perfectly on the floor now and the separation. I'm like, how do these people make this stuff so quick? Oh, it's just a, it's a printer, Dan. It's just a printer. <laughs> <laughs> how do you work Don't... a printer though? Every printer I buy doesn't work. I will agree. I don't know how to work printers either, but I will say... How many printers do they sell a year? Because everyone I know, their printer doesn't work. Yeah, it's a good question. And at work, Tim always has to has to print everything for us because we have no idea what printer is hooked up to our computers, how it works, where we go. But I will say, as far as the lineups at the grocery stores are concerned, I like it. I want to keep this forever. Because the lines go fast outside, like really fast. You get in, it's it's civil, it's orderly. You get your stuff, you get out of there. There's no dilly-dallying. There's no waiting around. There's no, you know, you get your stuff and go. That's the way grocery shopping should be. I went to a pet food store today. The situation was uh, only two customers in the store at the time. One stands in box number one. One stands in box number two. You feel that you're being pitted against each other, and one will have to fight to the death to get leave with the food. Anyway, so you give them their order, your order, and they go get everything. You pay for it, and you never leave that little box. Here's my question. Are pet food stores essential services? Like, couldn't you get that at the grocery store? No, then people were full because some people really like the nice food for their dog. I just get for my cats. Like, Friskies or whatever it's called. Whiskers. Well, well, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. But that doesn't make any sense to me. Pet food stores are like, so what isn't an essential service? Like, it, it seems like everything could potentially qualify for it. Uh, I drove by a store today and I wondered about that. I was getting my winter tires off my car and I had some time to kill. And I drove by a X-rated video shop. And I was looking to see if the open sign was there because I'm like, first off, how is there still an X-rated video shop? Yeah. And, second, guess, and secondly, are they question. are they an essential service? So it's an 
like a DV. They sell DVDs. They rent them. Like, but they this- they also had a sign out front, uh, like it was like a handmade sign. Toys. Uh, they so they had assortment of things there. I guess. I'm. I have so many questions. Uh, is this? <laughs> are you talking about the? Aren't we naughty on the 401? Oh no, no, that's a classy spot. This was a not a classy. A <laughs> stop. Appreciated that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, stop, what, guys! What do you think of this shot? Now I've got all the Barbie stuff in the background. Should we just be doing all our Sports Center with Jane Dan mini shows from this angle? I like that. That's a good shot. I like it. Right, you get a little bit of uh, a little bit of you know family friendly content. That's what everybody's looking for right now. Dan, we hey, just taped you- another one of our shows, and I thought it went pretty well, actually. Yeah, and I did my forty seventh different location. I'm now sitting in front of my kitchen sink and it seems like this is going to be the new spot okay all right i like that and uh you've got those you got those glass block type windows behind you right you got those yeah. the so can you open that window no that's a bathroom behind me so that's just letting light into the toilet so could you peer in on <laughs> someone taking a back there no no yeah they're very <laughs> they're very uh, strong glass. <laughs> okay. Hey, sure, Tilsy. <laughs> do you guys play Monopoly a lot, or have you? I I used to love to play it. I I can't even tell you the last time I played it. I, I'm not even kidding. It's probably two decades ago. I'm surprised we haven't busted it out here. Stuff. Yeah, I have not played in a while, but I do like the game. Uh, yeah, I got any. Uh, again, all we have is time. Um. A, a game with my daughters yesterday, age 12 and 9, and my 9-year-old Ruby won for the first time in her life. She let me know as she was nearing the finish line saying, it was a pretty big day, Dad. <laughs> She's like, I've never, I'm like, don't count your chickens. Yeah, yeah, you don't uh, want to do but that. It, That's heartbreaking. She, she, I'm pretty sure she won like Trump style because she was doing some shady dealings while Sydney and I were like figuring out roles. She was buying houses left and right and we're like, no way she had that much money. And then hotels started popping up. Those dollar dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, so she feel- got she got boardwalk and park place early and then hotels within five minutes. I'm like, no one's built a hotel this quick. Ever. If you get boardwalk and park place and you don't win, you might as well quit Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. And so here's my question to you. And I like I did this on my Instagram stories and I, I showed the game because there was a cat sitting on the board. And I, I had bought the utilities. And someone said, oh, you bought the utilities? Rookie move. <laughs> do you guys not play in which everything you land on, if you have money, you buy it? Mm, good question. I personally did not do that. I always tried to go for, for the biggest properties I possibly could. Stop. what about you? Yeah, you got to leave yourself money if you got to bail out of jail as well. But we also played if you don't buy it and you land on it, then it goes up for auction. Oh, yeah. That's... Oh, that anyone can buy it at that time? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I, that, uh, those are my thoughts on Monopoly. I didn't know if that was a, a hard, fast rule. Don't buy the utilities. <laughs> I can't wait for the descriptor on this podcast. Jay and Dan <laughs> discuss Monopoly strategies with Kristoff. And, uh, oh, and our guest is James Duffy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's got some winning ways. And if you guys, any of you guys had any of these Zoom calls yet? I had a Zoom call with some buddies the other night. 
I'm not even done. I'm the only I'm I'm the only person in North America who hasn't seen the the Tiger King, and I'm the only person in North America who hasn't seen hasn't been on a Zoom call. So I'm basically uh, well, I'm living the way you should live. I'm definitely sequestered. So here's the thing about the Zoom call: you aren't missing because it's it's just annoying more than anything. You're like seeing people in a box. You don't. Why am I seeing this person when that person's talking? I found it extremely annoying. It's a conference call, though. Is that I mean with video? With video. So we do a conference call for Sports Center with Jane Dan. You're saying we should switch to the Zoom format? No, no, no. But Zoom is one so, of these companies. So they're gonna be so there's gonna be companies that come out of this pandemic. We're like, hey, they made their mark during this. Zoom's gonna be yeah. one. Oh, absolutely. It, it's that if you could think of the companies that got the most boost tech-wise, I would say yeah, they're they're definitely right up there. And Tiger King. Hey, I have a question for you guys. We're going to be locked down, I believe, for about 18 months. I'm going to be stuck uh, <laughs> here with uh, little children and uh, a very tiny downtown backyard. So my wife and I are trying to pick between two things. We want to get them a little play structure. Do you think we should get them like the classic play structure with the slides and the swings? Or should we get them the bouncy castle? Because mm. there's only room for one. <laughs> Okay, my opinions are the people that I know that have the classic structure, I never see kids on it. Never. And if it was a bouncy castle, is it's not permanent, so you can put it up and bring it down when it's not in use. So, I don't know, bouncy castle sounds a lot more fun. Couldn't agree more. And I think the other thing is that I would never in my life have put a play structure in a downtown backyard because there's parks everywhere, but they've shut them down. That's why it's even on the table. Stop. What do you think? Well, Dan, didn't you get hurt in a bouncy castle? That's true. Hurt my finger. My finger was hurt mm. for like uh, six months, but it was a freaking accident. So is this a permanent structure or is this just during the pandemic? Just pandemic and it's oh bouncy right castle now. a thousand percent a thousand percent bouncy castle all the way agreed yes be, right and it's a plug in like you plug it in it's like so simple and easy it's that you don't have to get a generator or anything I I think it's a bouncy castle all the way I'm gonna order it up tonight you don't have to put it together that's the uh, best part yes 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 a hundred percent boy guys I feel like we're really solving a lot of problems on this podcast this is a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, it is. It's good to, to talk to people. Maybe that's good that we have the video portion here. I, I'm actually enjoying it. Uh, I feel like we figured a lot of things out. Um, now, are you guys, what I'm finding is that a lot of people seem to be extremely bored right now. Uh, are you guys, but I'm not one of those people. Like, I feel like I could be holed up for two years, no problem are you guys would you guys be driven absolutely insane at that point i've been fine actually as well um i wouldn't the one thing i do miss is i'd like to go out for a meal um right. yes that would i'd be like nice. to not cook and i wouldn't and if yeah, i'm not cooking i don't want to pick it pick up takeout so I, I'm fine. Like I actually, the kids are loving the like. We go for like three kilometer walks after dinner, and they don't. They're like, okay, walk time. And I'm like, what? Okay, yeah, they, let's do it. Because they're getting all this extra time with you. It's fantastic. That's what the kids love. That's all they care about. I feel like we were, were too concerned about hot care. Are they entertained? 
Are they? Do we have things for them to do? Well, we we didn't have anything to do when we were kids, and now it's like throwing back to that time when you had to think of your own stuff to do. You have a little imagination. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we have a creek behind us, so they go down play there, and then we're like, if don't yell or scream unless someone's dying. So they're pretty good. They haven't broken that code yet. Um, now, you guys are obviously aware of the relaxed. Ontario liquor laws where you can now buy booze from restaurants. Okay, so I have a question about that. So excited about. But wait, wait, wait. Okay. Because my first question is, why wouldn't you just buy from the LCBO so people outside Ontario, we can only get our booze. Well, no, we can get in grocery stores now. But yeah, but we can't. Why would you? Why would you buy wine in a grocery store? First of all, the grocery store thing, you can get all the beer in the grocery store. You can't get great wine in grocery stores. Okay, like, so that's that's the key here. You can get wine you can't get anywhere else. Uh, well, this is it. I mean, you can... And the LCBO thing, everyone knows my feelings about the LCBO. It's communism. It's a disaster. I hate the system so much. The restaurant... Buying for the restaurants is not cheap, but what you do get, yeah, is this amazing selection of amazing wines that only the restaurants... In a lot of cases, only the restaurants have access to these wines. So you're getting a wide variety of stuff and just the convenience of it, right? Like if you're ordering Uber Eats from your favorite local restaurant, trying to support those local restaurants as they're shut down and only doing Uber Eats or or Foodora or DoorDash or Skip the Dishes, you can just say, hey, can you throw a bottle of wine on there? Uh, This one looks good. Or can you pick one out for me? This is my price range. Kind of makes it fun. uh, It adds to the experience, I guess you could say. And I saw some restaurants, I don't know if they're doing this in Canada, but in New York, restaurants have like specialty margaritas. So they're sending like pictures of margaritas home with people. Look, I I think it's great because any way that these restaurants can make more money, I saw one of the restaurants down by me is baking bread, fresh bread every morning and people are lining up for it because it's so good. Great. Like I'm all for it. Just do whatever you can to help these people out. I'm all for it. Uh, We have friends, Dan, uh, from a previous life that we won't mention who've been put on a no pizza quarantine. So obviously like it's, it's that first week, right? You're ordering all this pizza. It's like, this isn't so bad pizza every night. And then it's like, Oh my God, I've got to stop eating pizza or I'll be 500 pounds. I haven't had a single pizza. <laughs> oh really? No, I haven't. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause you don't like pizza that much. Well, again, I like pizza. I just think it's the most maybe overrated food in the history of the world. It's just pizza. Amazing. That is so amazing. Yeah, Stoff's, the reaction on Stoff's face <laughs> is the reaction. But you've talked about this before. You just don't get it. I feel like uh, I feel like, like if people going on a pizza tour. If pizza wasn't around and I could never have it, I'd be like, eh, whatever. That's but if you said that about like pork chops or a steak, I'd be like, what? But my pork chop. I had a pork chop just before this. So basically, the chances of you becoming a vegetarian are slim to nil. What would it take no, to become a vegetarian? No, in, incorrect. My daughters went vegetarian for like two weeks, and we found like the non-chicken chicken burgers and the non-chicken chicken tenders and the Beyond Meat burgers. We had no problem for two weeks, and then I was like in the grocery store. I'm like, you guys feel like pork chops? They're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the non-pork pork chops? No, it was a real pork chop. And then, so they're kind of like the rest of the world, which is, I don't know, like 
70% vegetarian? Butters are still? But again, but if we have a steak, they're like, yeah, I'll have a few bites. Or I'm getting a burger. You want one? Yeah, I'll have a burger. Like it, Maybe the next generations just won't be as into meat. Because they just won't have it as much. There won't be as much of it around. I don't know. But I and these non-chicken burgers and these non-chicken tenders, I prefer those over the actual real ones that you can buy in the store. That's disturbing. That is truly, truly disturbing. If you ask hey, me. and here's hey. the other thing. Um, after the pandemic, do you think this at-home booze stays where they say, like, we had no problems. Why don't we just keep it? I, I, I love that question. My answer is yes. I believe it will stay because the genie's out of the bottle. Nobody's harmed, right? Like, like, there's no harm that could really come of it. People are delivering you a bottle to your house. Like, what? You know, you got to show ID, I guess. I don't know how it's going to work. You got to show ID from six feet away. How does that work? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I think you have to go pick them up at the post office now. Who's up at the post office? Uh, yeah, if you're getting the delivery to your house, it's the same thing with uh, OCS. Oh, okay. What's OCS? What's OCS again? Ontario Cannabis Store, I believe. Oh, good to know. Okay, I'll write that down. <laughs> I write that one Just down, Dan. Jot it down. OCS.ca. I believe it's OCS.org. I heard from my friends. I don't know. <laughs> uh, should we call our guest? Yeah, we'll dial him up. Stoff looks really cool in this shot. It's like this uh, blurred background. He's got a cool hoodie on. He's got a backwards cap with headphones. He looks like DJ Mark Shepard. <laughs> Ryan. DJ Ryan Shepard. Is, is Ryan Shepard, did we establish, is he Chris Shepard's son? Christ. No, he is not. He is not. Has he ever gotten that question? Yes, he's gotten that quite a bit. <laughs> I I would have changed my name to something different. But I I don't think anyone of the demo that listens to him would ever know that. Duffy, you remember Chris. What's going on? Hold on. I, was gonna, I wasn't prepared for this yet. Well, we just drove people in. What, what were you doing? I was watching a little bit of Ozark with my wifey. My wife. Very nice. Very nice. You like that show. I've, you've tweeted about it before. I do like it. Um, um, do I sound okay? I was going to grab my headphones, but am I all right? Yeah, you You're sound fine. okay. So, Duffy, I started uh, I started the new season of Ozark last night. Is mm -hmm. it the most... The, the lighting director on that would have had a tough time because everything is so dark, but it's not too dark where you can't see it. It's very darkly lit. <laughs> it definitely is darkly lit, especially in the, the little house and the cottage that they're in by the lake. Doesn't that look beautiful, though? They got a nice property there, Dan. Why don't you go to the Ozark and spend the summer there? <laughs> that, would be, that would be a pretty great That would be a show there. right there. When I think of the movie Deliverance, I think that's where Dan needs to be. Uh, I'm not far from it. <laughs> hey, Duffy, have You're you been playing any games of Monopoly? No, my uh, wife and daughters wanted to play uh, Euchre tonight, but I'm not much of a either board game or card game guy. I got to say, I, I know I'm going to have to do it at some point here, but I'm trying to avoid that like crazy. So, Duthie, tell us the story, because you were in the Turks and Caicos. Was it 
after Rudy Gobert tested positive or no. before? Yeah, yeah, I got it. I kind of got in an awkward spot, Jake, where uh, my wife and daughter, uh, my daughter who's in high school, they went down to Turks on I think like the Monday, and Rudy Gobert was what Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Right? Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was supposed to join them on Friday. And so, you know, if you guys remember, the world was still somewhat normal. I mean, this thing was looming and scary, but not really terrifying, I think, just yet. And we were kind of going on about our normal stuff. We did a Leafs game that Tuesday night. And so it felt still safe to travel. And then that happened, and I was caught in a bit of a dilemma because I didn't really want to go, but I, didn't, I was worried about them getting stuck down there. So I went. And then, so I got there Friday, Friday, I guess. And on the Saturday was the first time the government said, you know, you should probably come home. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. I didn't have my, my swim trunks out yet. So uh, I listened to like, it's funny, you know what? The, most people too, and I think most March breakers just said, uh, screw it, we're going to enjoy our March break. But I don't know, maybe I'm paranoid or maybe I was you know, trying too hard to be a good citizen, but I said, okay, we should go home. And I, the first flight I could get was Tuesday. So we had the weekend down there and then came home like pretty early. It was basically the Tuesday of the March break that we came home. And so it's so, always my last day of okay. uh, isolation. All right. So after tomorrow, you are heading out and just smothering <laughs> your body in a senior's home. Don't you think like isolation is it's the dumbest thing, this 14 days of isolation when you come back from travel, because when it's over, you're just in isolation still. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> yeah. makes no difference. Like, what, yeah. like, what am I going to do? I, well, I don't know that I'm going to do one thing differently. You can't do anything. Other have you sent other people to like get your groceries and stuff or are you getting your own groceries? So I was I told stuff is my uh, our grocery store uh, is so damn expensive. It's like Whole Foods on steroids that all this, all the, it's the one place you can, the toilet paper is just stocked because <laughs> it's like 12 bucks a roll. So, so we, they, they, uh, you can order online and they put together an order for you and you just do curbside pickup. So that's what we've been doing. Okay. Uh, okay. And have you been doing puzzles? I've discovered during quarantine, I hate puzzles. They stress me out. I don't want to deal with them. And my daughters keep questioning me. They're like, why don't you like puzzles? I'm like, the picture was together. Why do we have to put it back together? I, I don't get it. You've got it on the front of the box. We do one puzzle every Christmas. Uh, my mom comes to town and she's a puzzler. She's 87. And as soon as she's gone, I throw that sucker out. And then we don't see another puzzle. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so Thanks, puzzles, trip, puzzles to board games, to card games, all things I don't like. I'm pretty useless during this entire thing. But I told Jay, Jay and I were texting on the weekend. I, I like besides the, uh, you know, horrendous toll this is taking, you know, on people's the death toll and the horrendous toll it's taking on our economy. I could probably live like this for about three years. <laughs> we were just discussing that on the podcast, James. I, I said the same thing. My life, and I'm, I'm embarrassed to tell people this. Our life has changed 0%. <laughs> we were basically self-isolating for the last year because we have a one-year-old baby. So, uh, yeah, we, I'm good. I'm good to hang out here for another couple of years. Yeah, there are people, I think, that are social people that can handle it, including some we work with and I, that, you know, need to be around people and different people and need to go for coffees and out for dinner. I've always kind of been, 
a loner. I mean, I love my family, but I, I, yeah, I, I golf will hurt when it's golf season. Uh, but besides that, I could hang out in my house for forever. We're, I mean, we're like in training now at some point. <laughs> we're in training well, to find how we're going to spend our time when we're retired. Yeah, no, you're exactly right in a way. And I've, you know, this is, I'm sure you guys have said the same thing. My, we go for like an hour walk every day with my 16 and 18 year old daughter. My 20 year old son is still at university because he was here for eight months on a work term. And so he said, screw this. I'm hanging out with my buddies. Uh, they live in a house down there and they're playing good. They're not going out or anything just to the grocery store. But I think he's living the uh, 14 hours of video games, two hours of school and heavy drinking life right now. <laughs> that sounds well he's getting ready for retirement too then <laughs> so wait Dusty, you mentioned the grocery stores and i thought this the other day because this is going to be most people's one activity and i saw people way overdressed for pandemic grocery shopping the other day <laughs> and i'm like this is their nightclub right now heels were there heels involved there were no heels but there was like no, there was no sweatpants. There was no pajama pants. They were, they were like, okay, this is my one time out. I'm gonna wear my good gear. I'm gonna wear my Saturday nighter. Yeah, that's not happening with me. I have uh, like four <laughs> hoodies and six pairs of sweatpants that have been on a steady rotation, and it's not going to change. Big I think time. this era should be known as AP, like after <laughs> pants. We're on day 14 <laughs> AP right now. So, Duthie, speaking of attire in the home, we have all had to adjust. We're, we're doing uh, hits for social media. We're doing hits for tsn.ca from home on Skype mm -hmm. and DeGeros and all these things. And, and Dan and I were a little worried about you on your very first one you did. I think it was a quiz. I think Jeff O'Neill was involved. You looked like you had uh, some growth. You looked like maybe you had been on a bender. But what I really noticed... <laughs> was that all of you were wearing blazers at home. You were all, I think, told you should wear blazers. And I think that's just the most fucking weird thing that TSN can ever tell us. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think that was probably the evil quiz master. Um, although he did <laughs> remove the ties. The first edition of Insider Trading, which I was not a part of, um, I think they had the full ties on. Because I, I guess they wanted it to look like the same way it would look in the studio. But I'm so 100% with you. I mean, I guess it, it looks ridiculous if Pierre Lebrun's in a, you know, a tank top or something. <laughs> yes. Possibilities for the season. But I, I, I felt so dumb. And the other thing is, I keep all my clothes at work. Yes. Uh, and, same. you know, once in a while, I'll have two or three suits at home if I'm going to a Super Bowl or something. But... I was so lucky. So I had one jacket at home and I have two shirts, a light blue and a white T-shirt. And if this goes on for two months, that's that's <laughs> all you're going to see is the black jacket and the same white damn dress shirt. And, I, you know, I have sweatpants on or shorts the whole time, as I'm sure everybody does. And everybody knows. So you're, you're so I don't know what the answer is. Maybe just the dress shirt. Like, couldn't you just like get rid of the blazer sure. and just wear the sure. dress shirt? That would be yeah, fine, I'm, wouldn't I'm it? I'm cool with that. I mean, I guess my thing is, James, like, you see Fallon doing these shows from home, and you see, like, he's not, he's just wearing a, a nice polo shirt. Like, it, 
people get it. You're at home. Like you're not wearing a suit at home. I think people understand where you are. Uh, I, think, so I guess they're worried about, you know, some sort of meme or something, you know, Bob McKenzie's <laughs> wearing a Zeppelin t-shirt or something and it lasts forever. Right. Well, you've got the you've got the image of Pierre LeBron in a tank top next to me, and I'm like, if he turns to the side, are you going to see some side action there? I'm like, I'm intrigued. Yeah, that's the hottest thing I've heard in two weeks. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, we're going to be getting because there is a there was a Jay and Dan meme a, a Twitter account, and that might be revived just to get some LeBron tank top shots out to the world. And <laughs> can you guys will, see me? You guys can see me right now, right? We can. You have to you turn on your video. You got to turn your camera Turn your camera on. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm sounding. Stop. We were talking about this on my podcast. <laughs> I thought I, I realized now that. Yay! There you go. I got my light on. You know, that, oh, I got to turn my light on. T-shirts. See, now that's pretty bad facial hair, eh? Uh, you're going the. Yeah. Uh, this are you growing the coronavirus beard there? The uh, uh, you know what? I've never beard. actually in thirty years in the business like had like a lame goatee or anything, and I haven't done Movember if you as you guys do so well simply because I I have such a crappy beard. But then I thought just to what you were saying, Jay, about wardrobe. I mean, if you're ever gonna do it, who cares? And so even if it looks terrible, I'm still going to do it. It's a reverse playoff so, beard. on right, if you turn your camera, like, straight up and down, we'll all be perfectly matched up. Hey, look at this. There you go. But, again, what, don't we, we did it. Be... Oh, God. All right. Yeah. Vintage Ottawa Rough Rider shirt. Right I like there, it. Baby. I like it. Hey, I had a question for you guys, uh, for all three of you. Do you remember the last stranger's hand you shook and when you shake a stranger's hand again because today i was get there was damage to my car way back like a last snowstorm so i had to go get it appraised and the guy's like again you're like ah shake your hand but i when was so i thought of that i'm like when was the last hand i shook so two things i first of all i had my first corona dream last night where i don't remember many details but i was out and I shook some guy's hand who just gotten back from Florida and I panicked right away. And I was like spraying crap all over my body. It was my first like panic Corona dream. But uh, I, I remember because in Turks, uh, we really kind of stayed away from people. But the owner of the resort that I stay at, uh, the Waimara, uh, introduced me to the guy who was like remodeling some of the suites, uh, this big burly guy. And he reached out and shook my hand and I didn't know what to do because, you know, a big burly guy wants to shake your hand you shake his hand and and so that was definitely the only guy i shook my hands probably in the last i guess probably well, whenever this thing started three weeks and then i ran and jumped so, in the ocean yeah so you, with the weekend you would have been away i mentioned this last podcast i hosted a big irish event with a thousand people in it in a convention center in toronto on the friday before the ruby gobert stuff broke on the wednesday and all you do is shake hands at an irish event it's got to be dead, right? It's dead, isn't it? Forever? What, shaking, shaking hands? hands? Yeah, yeah I think over. so. Yeah, it's over. It's all elbow touching now. Duffy, are you crushing an entire bottle of white wine right now? It's uh, some, <laughs> I don't know, organic, gluten-free spring water. Oh, spring water. It looks like a bottle of white <laughs> wine. Of my world. 
I thought you were chugging white. I thought you had a Gewurztraminer and you were probably about 1995 a liter. I know. I, I take these to work sometimes, and I'll be at a I'll be at a stoplight or in traffic chugging it, and there'll be like there'll be a cop next to me. And it, it looks so bad. Analyst talks about how everyone at TSN has those giant water bottles, like as if they've all been running a marathon. Like, why do people need that much water at an office in a television station? Like, are we not hydrating enough? <laughs> I know. Well, my house is just as guilty. We have like, you know, like basically keg jugs of those things with the stupid caps that you put on. By the way, Jay, your house looks, is it wrong that I've been cooped up so long that What's behind you looks like it would be a lot of fun to play with. Yeah, it's, uh, it's <laughs> my daughter's Barbie dream house that I put together on Christmas Day. I and know, we, like, ooh. it actually looks very enticing. Like, I could spend three hours in there. Yeah, we got a lot. Okay, of wait, wait, wait. Things. So there's a Barbie dream house behind on, right? You put it together on Christmas Day. Well, let's guess. Duffy, what was the time to put that together? Jay can tell us. Um, let's get, I'm going to say wait, wait. at least right there because the barbie dream house was nothing let's change that toolsy to this dream kitchen that i put together Ooh. okay Ooh, i'm gonna say minimum i'm gonna say three hours okay james mm, i'm gonna go five and a half stop five hours and 31 minutes Hey, you can't do that Whoa! stop <laughs> this is right <laughs> Actually, uh, actually, dance guy was four hours. It was it was four full hours. I win. I win. Just a nightmare. Just a total nightmare. But yeah, it is pretty fun down here, James. You can come by anytime, other than right now when we're not allowed to be close to each other. One of the uh, greatest days of my life, and I, I don't know what was the age. I guess my youngest daughter might have turned twelve or something, or eleven, and we were sort of into the full iPad generation. And I had those 1-800-GOT-JUNK guys came to my house and we just dumped every piece of old Playmobil stuff that we couldn't give away to neighbors. It was yes. just, it was incredibly a good feeling. Is there, is there anything better than those guys? Those guys are, oh man, I, I called them. They had to get a wa an old washer dryer out of this house and they had to saw it in half with a metal saw. <laughs> And they got it out of here, and they were like, that was one of the worst jobs we've ever had. And I was like, wow, you guys are junk guys, and you're saying that? That's incredible. <laughs> but they got it out of here in like half an hour, and I was like, like just, oh, I'll pay my, I'll pay them so much. I'll tip them so much. And they just come and get the crap out of here. I love those guys so much. Ah, oh, junk guys. Here's the junk guys. Um, how much have you been drinking, James? Have you Has your drinking increased uh, while you've been sequestered? Uh, Brooksy, my wife, is like full-on alcoholic. My wife. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah. She She's like a half a bottle uh, in the morning. Polish that okay. off in the afternoon. Get into the hard stuff at night. No, no. She's. I uh, I would say that I've, uh, yeah, the wine has definitely increased. But I'm not like a, yeah. a liquor guy. So it's basically just red wine. A uh, little white wine. I haven't drank much beer because I had a ton in Turks. Um, so I'd, uh, you know, like glass of wine a day. Oh, that's nothing. Okay. Cause what? And then, what? My next that's it? Here's my next question. James, what's, and this is a serious question, acceptable time to start drinking 
at home? What time of day is like, okay, it's wine o'clock now in the Duffy house? Well, I think different, different because this is one situation where with your younger kids, they're not even going to really notice, right? So you could start, I would say, noon, no problem, 11 a.m. Right. Um, right. With us, you know, if, if we start at that time of day, I got a 16 and an 18-year-old that are going, and my 18-year-old, let's face it, she's already, you know. Sorry, people can't see me gesturing. I'm doing a booze gesture. <laughs> She's already partaking at home. Uh, so we're pretty loose with those things. Uh, but, you know, you got to set a bit of an example for the 16-year-old. So you can't be guzzling all afternoon, I would say. And I, uh, I'm i living with a couple of spies, my 12 and 9-year-old. So we were playing Monopoly yesterday on a Sunday. And I'm like, I don't know work tonight. So it's like 4 o'clock. So I pour a, a Ryan Gingy. I bring it over to the table. They're like, what's that? I'm like, it's a freaking rye and ginger. You I didn't say it that way. I'm like, it's it's ginger ale with a bit of rye. And I'm like, oh, God, can't, can't you just give me a flyer on this one? Well, what's the answer to that question, Jay? At your house, what time I mean, are you drinking? Like 4.30. We usually, she'll look over at me about 4.30 and she'll be like, wine time? And I'm like, sure. And I'll dial it. I just wait for her cue, right? I wait for her to say it's acceptable. If it was just me alone, I'd probably, because I saw Julesy cracked one at about 3.30 the other day. I'd probably say 3.30 if I was alone. But, yeah, 4.30, <laughs> I think, is pretty good for us. Have either of you had like a dry day? No. <laughs> not a no, single shouldn't... one. That's not part of the quarantine, Duffy. It's not mandated. <laughs> I just asking. <laughs> But well, what if, and if it's I, like I, that now, I, where are we going to be in June if we're still here? Well, Again, I feel sorry for the recycling guys. Those, the recycling guys are going to be like so buff because the bins are like 30 times heavier. <laughs> That's what I probably told this on my own podcast. But at Christmas time, I had uh, 17 people in my house for the entire Christmas while I was doing World Juniors because they all decided to come come to my house and they my my family drinks way more than i do my nephews my nieces my sisters they yeah they just pour it down and so <laughs> i had like six of those blue boxes completely <laughs> full to the rim of bottles and i happened to like not like i was still unloading them when the guy the guy the blue box guy showed up and the look they gave me, because now everybody's gone, so there's no cars in the driveway, and I'm standing there with these six six blue cases, and, and the guy's like, hey, good Christmas, Mr. Duffy. <laughs> that's how your recycling guy talks? <laughs> so, that's Duffy, exactly my... Good, good Christmas, Mr. Nothing. Thanks for the box. <laughs> my family... My, my O2 family reading is the same thing. I was remember as a kid... Like the aunts and uncles, they would all come in with a case of wine and it'd be all lined up on the table. I'm like, is it just, but you don't voice it out. You don't think like, that's a lot of wine. And then it would all be, the only thing left over in the morning was the club soda mix. No one drank the club soda mix. <laughs> that explains so much about the way you turned out, Dan. That explains a lot. <laughs> I listened to your pod last week, by the way. Bruce Arthur was terrifying. 
That Someone was the responded to me. Podcast you've ever done. I, Someone responded. I, they're like, "Thanks for having Debbie Downer on." <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, I Bruce and both Bruce and Rick Westhead, uh, I think, are doing an awesome job, and and that kind of reality is needed. But and I know both of these guys are cognizant of this, and they're trying to do positive tweets too. You do have to get away from it. There's one other guy I follow, and I can't remember his name now. He all he does is uh, is do the statistics tweets. So basically, every oh. ten minutes, he's got the stats on some country, the very latest right. yeah, cases, and and he's a handy guy to follow for that, just to keep up on things. But it's also uh, you. It's such a balance of trying to be informed, which I think we have to be, but also trying to put it away for six or seven hours at a time because it's so that's what I've been trying to do. I'll, I'll watch in the morning. I'll try to watch like the six thirty news or something. But then the rest of the time, I try to get the hell away from it. Well, and I think, James, that we actually got a few negative tweets. I mean, we get those all the time. But just from longtime listeners who I think were tuning into us last week thinking, all right, I'm getting all this information. I know I need to hear it, but I'm going to listen to these two clowns and I won't have to deal with it. And then Bruce Arthur comes on and talks about his <laughs> tents and his uh, his friend. <laughs> And then he does, and then he tells the story about his friend who had to postpone, or no, they couldn't do the giant wedding. They had to do a smaller wedding. And I'm like, Bruce, people are losing their businesses. People are losing their jobs. Like, who cares about your friend's wedding? Like, but anyway, that's just neither here. <laughs> no, they're like I said, guys like him are are incredibly uh, important at a time like this. To like, I I always say like they're they're trying to terrify you on purpose, right? Because some people yeah. need to be terrified to pay attention to this stuff. And so uh, good on him to doing that. But you're right. You just have to turn it off sometimes. And I would highly advise people to do that, to put their phone down for four or five hours. is always the happiest part of my day. Well, James, you have to be, can I ask you? You have to be. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jay. Well, I just wanted to ask James, and is 100% on board with this, how I mean, I know our jobs, we love our jobs, we love what we do, but sometimes you don't want to make that commute and go into the studio, but how much would you give to be able to just drive into that well-lit professional studio right now and be able to do television and not be doing it on our phones, basement with our dream houses? I have this, uh, so I have, here, I'll show you guys, sorry, this is not good for your listeners, but I have the whole contraption that they've given me. Uh, oh, oh yeah, that's coming like, our way. That's, That's coming our working, way, right? Oh yeah, so you're getting this right. Which yep. uh, I am. T my my biggest fear in all of this is that it'll work so damn well. <laughs> this is what we'll be doing. Yeah. Welcome to the Jay yeah. and Dan show, brought to you by McDonald's from the house of Jay and Dan. Yeah. No, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. I don't think so because it's still, in essence, show business, and like we've got those big studios, and people still. People want to see, they want to say like, okay, I'm not watching some guy at home. I'm watching like a professional production. So I think that's the same yeah, you're right. that we have around. You're, no, you're right. We will, there will be normalcy again and uh, it, it will happen. It's just a matter of what the heck the time frame is. You guys will be back in your studio and we'll be back doing the panel and we'll have games again. It just might, I don't know if it'll take six months or eight months or a year or whatever that may be. Hmm. And think about well, how clean the earth is getting. Yeah, I love true. that. All those—that's my favorite part of this thing—is the little pictures of the otters 
swimming in the water and it's the dolphins are like no that's not dolphin noise was it that's a wolf or a dog i don't know why i was trying to do it's that. a sea wolf it's a sea wolf um, they finally got um, all that oil off of them i was swimming with a dolphin in turks there's only one dolphin in turks his name is jojo and I thought it was a joke all the years I went to Turks. They're like, there's Jojo. I'm like, it's not the same damn dolphin. That's a big joke you're playing. All the islanders are playing on all the tourists. That every time you see a dolphin, it's Jojo. And then I found out it, there's actually only one dolphin that kind of circles the island. I was swimming with them. Jojo. Wait, a, this sounds like wor that's worse than Bruce Arthur's story about his friend who <laughs> had to have a wedding with two people. Wait a minute. But How do you know? I don't have a lot of material, boys. Oh wait, oh, wait, Duffy, how do people know? Like, you're not in the water with the dolphin. Like, maybe he has dolphin friends, but he's a bit of a loner like yourself, and he just likes to poke his head up when he sees the people like you and to swim with you. No, I jumped in the water with the dolphin. My boy Tank pulled up the, the boat next to the dolphin and said, go in and say hello to Jojo. And then I rode him. <laughs> I didn't really ride him. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you, James, in a late career move. Like you're where you're a detective on Turks and Caicos, and uh, <laughs> and you have a dolphin friend who you ride around the island and you solve mysteries and stuff. It's Joe, Jojo and Duff. Yeah. I, you want to know how dumb I am? Like I'm still a little kid in my heart, right? So we were in Hawaii a couple of years ago, and there there was this thing: swim with the dolphin. E right? like, easy, yeah. easy vacation dropper. Sorry, that's, I didn't mean it that, but so not like swim with the dolphins, at, you know, in in the uh, sea world or something, those crappy tanks, which I am not approval of. It was like swim with the dolphins in the wild. You booked this boat trip. And so in my little head, I thought I was going to be like riding around Flipper, right? They, they, I jump it off the boat in the middle of the ocean and they'd all circle around me and make their little dolphin sounds. And it would be like paradise. And so I realized what swimming with the dolphins is. You get out in the boat, you, ch you chase around, you chase around. For three hours, you just drive around until someone on the radio is like, We've, we found a dolphin. And so then you chase the dolphins for an hour, and, and the boat parks like a kilometer in front of them. And you all jump out of the boat, and they swim by you in like about two seconds. Then you jump back in the boat, and it races ahead of them again. And you jump out of the boat, and they swim by you. And if you're lucky, you're like one might swim like 10 feet away from you really fast <laughs> and go boom. And that's swimming with the dolphins. And so, you know, <laughs> save your money, kids. That's like, like that's like someone invite you to Boston. You want to run in the marathon? Okay. You want to lead the marathon? <laughs> you go to the front of the marathon, they pass you. You want to lead it again? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Oh. I'm, thinking about Dan, I'm thinking about Dan's Boston accent, and I want to get a little more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, guys, here's a new industry. So there's a health and wellness store uh, right, like, just down the street from me. They're making their own hand sanitizer. <laughs> just some Tito's and a, a spritz <laughs> bottle. Uh, it's it's strong. It, I think I it's heard working. I don't know if this was in uh, uh, New York. I think it was one of the few uh, mistakes Cuomo's made. Who's done a good job there in New York, but yeah, he's they been said they're going to get all the prisoners to start making hand sanitizer, and everybody was all excited about it. And then some prisoner somehow got out that all they were doing was sending hand sanitizer into the prison, and they were relabeling it 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. They, all they were doing was changing the labels. I mean, Harvey Weinstein is making some of that hand sanitizer. I'll pass. Is he? He has it, what? right? Have we got any update on how he's doing? Not that anybody cares. Didn't he have the corona? I, I think he does have it. But, yeah, I know he's he's on Rikers, right? He's on Rikers Island? Or, oh, God. He better not get a respirator. Yeah, yeah exactly. He probably Screw that guy. It. Hey, uh, listen. I got to run, but this has been a blast hanging out with you guys. This is so much uh, fun uh, with the Skypey thing where we can see each other in our home. Hey, so you're not putting this uh, on the YouTube, are you? Stop. Is stop no, putting this on the YouTube? It's all on the tube. This is going on the tube. No, I don't think Serious question, and I posed this question on <laughs> uh, Twitter. Uh, oh, God. Oh, wow. boy. What, what the hell? Stuffy. This is how our last podcast ended. You're very hairless. You're like a you're like a young I got like three like hairs. <laughs> you are oh. a hairless man. Oh. Wow. Look at it. Okay. Ain't nothing there. Nothing there. But look okay, look at this. Look at this. This is all oh. this. What's going on there? Come on, Dan. Play along. <laughs> look, you're also hairless, but do you shave it? Toolsy, you have nothing there. Uh, cause I only got, I only get hair around my nipples, really. It looks weird, so I have to shit. You know the, uh, you know that Darren Drager is basically like one of those hairless rats. He doesn't have hair on his legs. He doesn't have hair on his, I don't even have, on his armpits. None on his ass. I haven't seen his ass. But he, he's hairless. When I asked him about, you know. No, I haven't asked him about that. <laughs> okay, that's for the next edition of the change. I was thinking about that, though, too, right? You know, we're all talking about haircuts. I know, like, my hair is getting a little crazy already. And I know you guys were talking about that, I think, your last pod. But, you know, the men and the ladies that like to get taken care of, you know, in their places. Right. That's not happening now either. <laughs> All no. going wild. Yeah. Well, unless they've taken, taken care of it themselves. On their well, home. yeah, I know you can do that, but it's you know I'm just saying all the you know the, the waxing and no the professional. Is this going to be cut out too? Right. No, I think this is the stuff that will stay in. This will be oh, it. Just the okay. stuff from from when you showed us your nipple to now. That's the podcast. Here I'm going to I'm going to read to to go out on. I'm going to read a quote from Bruce Arthur last week. Quote, if you're listening to this right now, you will be dead tomorrow. <laughs> Bruce Arthur. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Good stay times, safe, eh? guys. No, guys like you guys are uh, we need Jay and Dan more than ever <laughs> right now. And we and we need James Duthie just crushing a delicious Pinot Grige in an Ottawa Rough Riders shirt at his house. So I got to do Kyle Dubas tomorrow, Jay, on one of those like the interviews in my little uh, set here. So what, what should my wardrobe be before you leave me? Um, I would try to order, if you can, online one of the Wiggles outfits because I saw him at a Wiggles <laughs> concert uh, last year. So just show up as like Simon the Red Wiggle and he'll just he'll answer anything you ask him. Hey, um, I haven't done the Wiggles, so it's been, let's see, my kid's probably like 15 years. So just tell me if this song, this is, I'm going to see if I can remember a, a Wiggles song and tell me if they still sing this one. Hold on. Fruit okay, salad. Go. 
Yummy, yummy, yummy. yummy. Have you got fruit your fruit salad, salad today? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you? Yes? <laughs> still there? Oh, yeah, it's still there. Yeah, you got it. You got it, buddy. Uh, They're still singing it. Take a look at this. I also put this together. Oh, the Wiggles mobile. Oh, big red car. Like fun. Wiggles big red car. But you know what? <laughs> it's, it's a piece of <laughs> Okay, wait, wait, wait. We'll go out on this. The price tag on that, I'm guessing that's $89.99. Uh, with the wiggle stuff on it, yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go one nineteen. Toys are us. Stuff. Uh, seventy five dollars. I gotta be honest. Mother bought it. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you, everybody. Oh. to the Jay and Dan podcast brought to you by our friends at McDonald's James Duffy presents the rubber boots podcast so we're sitting down at our table the, the waiter comes up and he's like profusely sweating <laughs> and this is like 100% his first line to us he goes hello I am not well <laughs> I'm very ill. <laughs> you ate there? I came down with it yesterday. I've just not been good. No, 
not good at all. Get it at tsn.ca and anywhere you get your podcasts.